0: Welcome to the Ethical Invest Podcast, your time to catch up on the latest tips, trends, research and action steps to incorporate ethical and responsible investments in financial advice and investment portfolios. I'm Alexandra Brown, and I support financial advisors to build their ESG and ethical investment toolkit so they can deliver powerful, impactful advice with confidence. Hi, and welcome to the fifth and final episode in the Ask Me Anything for Ethical Investment Week series. In this episode, we are going to look at having client discussions around ethical investment preferences and ESG issues. And this question came from Natasha in Queensland, and she asks, I'm just starting out having ethical investment discussions, what do I need to know from my clients? Thank you so much for your question Natasha. I want to start this episode by saying that there is no one way to do this. So over time you will develop your own process that is unique to you and your clients. One of the first things that I suggest doing is actually to decide on your own story. In other words, when you are introducing yourself or this service to your clients, why is this important to you? Why is ethical and responsible investing important to you. Why are you including it in your service offering? And this is actually a big opportunity for you to really announce why you've decided to move into this space. It's another opportunity for you to engage with your existing clients, and also to announce it on your website and in your service offering to potential clients. If this is a completely new service, to your practice, then I recommend putting some time into developing an announcement strategy, especially for your existing clients, and let them know that perhaps in your next review that you're going to be including this in your discussions. So for your existing clients, hopefully they're gonna be really happy to hear this. And then for your potential clients, having this on your website and in your marketing material is also going to light them up as well. Before a discussion takes place, you might like to just gauge your client, just to see how they might respond to questions around ethical investing. As much as I want all advisors to be asking clients about their ethical investment preferences, I wouldn't recommend with your your existing clients just simply turning around one day and saying, so, do you have any ethical investment preferences we should consider in your investment portfolio? It would be a big shock to them. They might either get uncomfortable with the question or they might say, yes, of course, uh, of course we do, but that wouldn't necessarily give you the information that you need. A structured questionnaire would be my recommendation. But just to see how comfortable your client could be with this line of questioning, you can just start by making some simple observations. Now, you're an advisor, so you already know your clients really well, and you've already discovered so much about them. This is just taking that extra step and really just focusing that fact-finding process just a little bit more, just learning a little bit more about them. So firstly, you could observe or engage in small conversation about things like what they're eating, you know, is the type of, are they the type of person that would prefer caged eggs or free range? are they vegan or vegetarian these types of conversations and observations they're going to help you understand whether your client might be interested in areas around animal welfare or investment products with a vegan lens you might look at what they're carrying for instance do they have a keep cup Uh, is there a water bottle that they've got is it stainless steel or is it plastic you know a lot of um, ethical clients would tend to steer away from a plastic water bottle and maybe have a glass or or a metal water bottle or a reusable keep cup. So a simple observation like that with your client could, could then lend itself to further conversation around their ethical and responsible investment preferences. What are they wearing? Do their clothes look like they're ethically made? It is a lot of cotton or something like that. Do they have a big Patagonia brand label on them? Or perhaps another socially and environmentally conscious brand? what do they like doing? You know, as advisors, you probably know this, you know what they're doing on the weekends. Are they outdoors and in nature? Are they surfing? Are they cycling? Those types of outdoor activities often lend themselves to people that care about the environment because they're out in in it. What type of causes are they donating to? You know, in the Australian bushfires, were they donating to wildlife rescue? This could indicate that animal welfare is is important to them? Are they donating to the Smith family and are social issues perhaps more important to them? Are they donating uh, to cancer care? So would something like the, the social impact of medical innovations be something that they'd like to preference in their portfolios? So these types of questions, they can just come up in general conversation and then you can extend from there. Now you asked, what do I need to know from my clients? You really need to know what environmental, social and governance, so in other words, ESG issues that your client would like to avoid or preference in their portfolio and also any ethical concerns that they might have. So you might like to start your process off with some simple questions, just trying to determine what your client would firstly like to avoid So you could ask things like, are there any companies or particular industries you would like to avoid in your investment portfolio? So any companies or particular industries you would like to avoid? Are there any social or environmental issues that you feel strongly about that we should consider excluding when selecting investments in your portfolio? So you can look at things like companies and industries to avoid, or you can look at social and environmental issues that matter to your clients. You could also ask the question, do you have any ethical concerns that we should consider when choosing investments for you? With these broad type questions, I would probably, in your conversation, throw in a few examples just to give them some context and a bit more understanding about what you're meaning. So for example, with the ethical concerns question, you could say, for example, gambling or tobacco or animal cruelty, those kinds of things. And in this simple line of questioning, you could also find out what they would like to preference or support. So you could ask questions like, have you ever considered using your investments to create positive impact? If so, are there any particular areas we should consider when building your portfolio? You could ask, are there any companies or particular industries you would like to preference in your investment portfolio? Again, so you've done the the companies and the industries and preferencing, then you could move to, do you have any environmental, social, or sustainability areas that we should consider when uh, choosing investments for you? So there's some examples for you Natasha or other advisors that might be listening for starting those discussions with your clients and those questions they just might be enough for others you might want to go further and actually develop an ESG or responsible investment profiler so just you would like you would use a risk profiler for your clients you might also want to do a responsible investment profile for your clients now I know some advisors that use those simple questions that we've just gone through almost as a qualifier so that they don't bombard the client with a big questionnaire at first they'll use some simple questions like that just to start with the client just to see how interested and engaged they are in responsible investment if this is something that the client wants to go more into and if so then they would then bring out a more detailed Responsible Investment or ESG profiler. And this way it doesn't overwhelm the clients. So you might like to use that strategy as well, where you've got some simple questions as a qualifier, if they pass, then they go on to the RI profiler. Now, developing this RI profiler, or Responsible Investment Profiler is really up to you. You can talk about things in terms of ethical preferences or you can talk talk about all the different ESG issues. You can talk about uh, positive impacts and negative and harmful areas. It really is up to you. But please do keep in mind that the purpose of these questions and the profiler is twofold. First, it is to determine your client's ESG preferences and ethical values. But secondly, it's to assist you in building a portfolio that truly incorporates your client's broader long-term interests and ethical preferences so i just want to reiterate that there's no particular right or wrong way to do this but the profiler should be helping you to um, match their values with a portfolio so the more succinct that you can get um, the issues that matter to your clients the easier it will be to match products with that I'm going to circle back and discuss those questionnaires in a little bit more detail. But first, I just wanted to applaud you, Natasha, for actually having these conversations with your clients because uh, there is a Schroeder study that was done in 2020, and it was a study of 23,000 people across the, the globe. And the study shows that people around the world are increasingly becoming engaged with sustainable and responsible investing. They're increasingly willing to learn more about the topic and become conscious investors. So you are well on your way to helping these investors. So that is great. So in this Schroeder's study, they, they had some interesting stats relating to financial advisors and consumer behavior. So first, and just remember that this is a global study, but 65% of people uh, in the survey are driving the top the topic of sustainable investing forward with their advisors. So 65% of them are actually pushing this with their advisors. 45% of them claim that their financial advisor only provide information on sustainable investing when prompted by them. So 45, nearly half of them are only getting this information when they prompt their advisor. And then to top it off, only 16% receive this information unprompted. So my goal is definitely to increase that percentage and I hope that that's your goal too. So 16% of consumers surveyed are receiving unprompted, which means that only 16% of their advisors are proactively asking these questions. So well done, Natasha, for being in that 16% of advisors globally that are proactively asking these questions. You are definitely standing out to your clients and to other other uh, potential clients as well. And there was a 2020 consumer survey done by RIA, the Responsible Investing Association of Australasia. Now that was uh, so that was based in Australia, Australian consumers, and 86 sorry, 86% of them believe it's important that their financial advisor asked them about their interests and values in relation to their investments. So 86% of them surveyed believe it's important that they're being asked. And then 88% of Australians believe it's important that their financial advisor provides responsible ethical options. So it all boils down to it's not up to the client to raise this issue. It's not up to the client to bring up these conversations of their values or their ethical preference. And it's really important for advisors to now be proactively asking their clients about these issues. At the end of the day, it's good for advisors anyway, because having these discussions, it builds deeper relationships with clients. It builds more engaged relationships, longer lasting, increases client stickiness, client loyalty. It's such a value add for both client and advisor. You improve engagement, it is a win-win situation. So of course, having these discussions is important. Also knowing about the different ESG issues so that the discussions aren't awkward, so that discussions are confident and, and comfortable. And also being able to match Uh, ethical investments to your clients' values and the environmental and social issues that matter most to them, really helping your clients through that process, it's all uh, very important. So if you would like to learn a bit more about having these discussions, knowing what to look for in investment products and having all the tools and resources for providing advice in this space, then please Uh, add yourself to the VIP waitlist for the Ethical Advice Accelerator. It's my online program, it covers all of this, and we start again in February 2022. I won't be offering an early bird discount for this program, but if you are on the VIP waitlist, then I will be providing a a special VIP price. So head to ethicaladviceaccelerator.com to join the list. And in this program, you receive four templates for questionnaires as well. There's lots that you receive, but you do receive four templates for different questionnaires that you can use to have ethical investment discussions with clients. And the program obviously helps you learn everything that you need to use those questionnaires to and recommend products. If you're already across this and just want a little bit of help developing your questionnaire, then I do have a template pack of questionnaires that you can uh, get from the website and there's four in the in the pack and they're in Microsoft Word format so you can put in your own logo, you can edit them, it's a bit like a pick and mix so you can take uh, one bit from one template another bit from another and and really make them your own very flexible editable, uh, change it into your own fonts, your own branding colours. And there is video tutorials on showing how to use them. And because this is the last episode in the Ethical Investment Week series, I have decided to offer you a special bonus of 50% off the template pack. So you can use code EIW50, Uh, it stands for Ethical Investment Week 50% off. So EIW50 i'll post the link in the show notes and you can pick up that pack so i'm going to actually explain the the four different templates that are in the pack and that will also help you natasha with developing your own so you can either develop your own or you can just pick up this pack but the first one uh, template one it goes through those simple questions that we have already gone through so Um, slightly different versions but those simple questions and uh, really just allows you to have open-ended discussions with your clients where you can provide some examples they can um, really tell you the things that they care about and you can also have the option of using that simpler template as a qualifying questionnaire now the second template uses the term ethical preferences so rather than going into that real in-depth uh, ESG criteria, you could just use ethical preferences and it has a list of preferences with the usual things like alcohol, gambling, tobacco, uh, GMOs, carbon intensive industries, some of those positive issues as well, like renewable energy, sustainable design, recycling, those kinds of things. So there's a whole list of, of them on there. There's a like a tick box section where your client can say whether they support this issue, whether they want to avoid this issue, or neutral, or even analyze. In other words, they want to have a bit more of a discussion about that. So, you could potentially use something like that, and it's quite a simple questionnaire to use. Now, the third template starts to look at the different ESG issues. So, it's separated into E, S and G. And this template actually separates that into positive E, so positive environment, uh, negative environment, positive social, negative social, positive governance, negative governance. And I've found uh, having developed many questionnaires with advisors that having that separation of positive and negative really helps the client to, to wrap their head around things and to understand it a little better. Because when they're all listed together, the client, you know, the positive and the negative, they might go from say, in environmental, they're they're looking at pollution and whether they want to uh, support that or avoid it, and and what have you, and they're they're already having to go, okay, pollution, um, but is it, uh, you know, companies that do well with um, pollution management, or is it companies that do poor? Like they're not sure whether they're Supporting good pollution management or avoiding bad, like it's it can be just really confusing for a client. So, if splitting it into positive and negative is really helpful, um, there's a couple of issues that probably don't quite fit into either positive or negative. One is nuclear, so I find that on the questionnaire, I've, I've in the template, I've put nuclear into uh, the negative, but for some clients, they actually would like to see nuclear used uh, for energy or just for medical um, technology and things like that so with nuclear even though i've put it in the negative that's probably um, open for discussion whether your client uh, sees that as a positive or negative but mostly it's it works really really well and on template three we have uh, instead of having avoid support and and analyze we i've actually put Um, support avoid and maximum exposure so this is probably a little bit more in depth but maximum exposure means that uh, say if the the issue was alcohol and the you would discuss with your client what what would be the maximum exposure that they would be happy with and by that we mean if there was a, a company that had say 10% 10% of their revenue are derived from alcohol. would the, the client be okay with that? And the client you know they have a glass of wine on the weekend and they're totally happy with a 10 or 20 percent revenue coming from alcohol. They're fine with alcohol distributors but maybe they haven't uh, they've seen alcoholic in their family or they've seen the, the effects of alcoholism and they don't particularly want to support alcohol producers. So they would be happy with a 20% threshold, but an alcohol producer that is um, getting more than 20% revenue, they don't particularly want to invest in that. So that's another discussion to be had is these exposure levels. They could be uh, a client that is very deep green, for instance, and does not want to invest in fossil fuels. So they want a 0% exposure level on fossil fuels. Whereas you could have a lighter green client that is, say, if there is a, a renewables, uh, a renewables company that has maybe a small portion of their portfolio in gas, or a gas company that is transitioning to renewables and you know, or still has some gas exposure, you know, your client might be happy with a with a ten percent exposure or something like that. So, I, as I said, it gets into a bit more deep conversation, and I know that you're just starting out, so this might be a little bit further down the track but something that that, uh, could be considered as well. Now the fourth template is, um, this is one of my favorite examples actually of of a template. This is probably my, my, my latest design. And this one is more of a ranking system. So you can actually discuss with your clients the different ESG issues and get them to rank how important they are to them. So in the template you can rank from one to five, one being it's not very important to me, and five being this is really important to me. And what I like about this uh, this type of questionnaire is two things, one, it has little icons on there for each of the different issues, so it's a little bit more visual for clients. With the ranking uh, of one to five, it's it just allows for a bit more discussion, and then it is very helpful for you too, because when you are going to match their uh, match investment products with your client's values you can really focus on those fives so those number fives those issues that are really important to your client they're the ones that you want to match first and then start uh, working in the others so that's why i really like this style of, of question is using a ranking system now my final tip for you in having your discussions is Whichever questionnaire style that you decide upon, I would always have a question at the end that's really open-ended. Something like, are there any other ethical issues that we should consider in your investment portfolio? It just provides the opportunity for your client to go, well, you know, none of this was mentioned in our discussion, but this is really important to me. And it this allows you as an advisor to actually see trends over time of of the different issues that are becoming important to your clients so working with an advisor we developed a a questionnaire and uh, we we had this question at the end and we noticed that more and more clients were putting plastic down the bottom in this other other uh, box and so eventually we had enough clients that were concerned about plastic that we ended up putting that in the main uh, questionnaire and more recently, we've seen more and more clients putting in sugar and junk food as a as an issue of concern to them. So uh, that is now in the main questionnaire. So it's a really good way to gauge trends with your clients and see what's happening. And as an advisor, you can take that one step further and based on these trends that you're seeing and more and more clients becoming interested in, in particular issues, you can actually engage with Uh, fund managers and say, look, my clients are really um, wanting to exclude this or or really wanting to support this issue. Can you start incorporating this in the screening of your fund as well? So it's a really great opportunity to engage with fund managers and really help help those product providers to develop products that are going to keep up with, with client demands and client Concerns uh, over time. So Natasha and you listening, thank you so much. We've covered quite a few things regarding having client discussions around ethical investment preferences. The first thing is to work out your why and and why you're doing this, why you want to bring this into your service offering, so that you can really announce it to your current clients and prospective clients. Then it's to have some of those. Uh, qualifying questions or those open-ended questions to start with. You might want to then move into a bit more of a detailed responsible investment profiler. We've gone through one just using ethical preferences and working out which ones your client wants to uh, support, avoid or analyse. Then you could potentially use an ESG type style of questionnaire Again, support avoiding or maybe even incorporating maximum exposure and a ranking style of questionnaire where you find out the different issues that are most important to your client. Thanks for listening. Remember, for a short time, you can get 50% off of the Client Questionnaire Template Pack using code EIW50 at checkout and let's raise the bar, let's get it to be more than only 16% of advisors that are proactively asking their clients about their ethical preferences. Let's raise the bar together. Happy to help wherever I can, just reach out if you need any assistance. Until next time, have a great week. Hit subscribe to find out more about investments that incorporate sustainability and values and how investors can have a positive impact on the social and environmental challenges we face across the world. Together, let's accelerate ethical investment from niche to norm. Disclaimer, the information and related materials provided in this podcast are for teaching and demonstration purposes only. The information does not take into account your objectives, needs, and circumstances. We recommend you seek financial advice specific to your needs. The information provided is not intended to constitute professional or financial service advice and is not to be used in any statement of advice or any other advice to a client. We do not guarantee the accuracy, reliability and completeness of any information provided during the podcast and in accompanying resources.